Hello, welcome to Black Cap Recap, where two bald guys wear black ball caps and dive into the deeper meaning of movies, TV, and media. We're your co-hosts, Sean McCannelly and Aaron Russo. This is a conversation between two friends, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we do. I did finish 1899, by the way. Did you? No. I, I got into Mindhunter instead. <laughs> I couldn't stay into that. No? No. I just, like, I think I think serial killers are fascinating. <laughs> and psychopaths. <laughs> and the, the guy they have for N. Kepper is just immaculate. He looks and sounds just like him. I, I, I couldn't stay. It, it, uh, this is going to sound terrible. It wasn't dark enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't giving me, like, the... The murders themselves, right? Yeah, it wasn't giving me the... the, the yeah. Or, like, the Hannibal Lecter heebie-jeebies. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't juicy enough for me, I guess. <laughs> so, did you like 1899? Or... Um, I will... So... It's German, right? It's, like, foreign, so there's that... Like, it's foreign, but there's... It's interesting, so... You watched a little bit of it. Yeah, you know, there's like, things... There's French, English, English yeah. German. I think there's another language in there somewhere. Everybody's talking different languages. Um, so that means they can subtitle whatever they need to right. for whatever country they're showing it in, which is kind of smart. It was, which was interesting. I thought that the first it was... I struggled a little bit at the beginning because the first three episodes maybe, it was just... It was yeah, very intentionally obscure... Mm-hmm. But then it just, it almost stayed obscure for too long. Like okay. there was no like you know, you 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 watch something like that and you got to have like a, you got to start leaving breadcrumbs or right. some something to kind of like. Lost it that better, right? It, Where you're like, there's something up at this place, right? But like there was enough of like the survival aspect to keep you like grounded. But like the mysteries, like the smoke monster and like it was, the hatch it, it, and yes, the until it just. <laughs> until they just did it endlessly. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. okay, well, let's close the loop here. It was just like, but that's going, Abrams going, mystery going, box going and going. It's like, <laughs> there's, there isn't much fun in a mystery box for the sake of a mystery box where you never find out Yeah, some resolution. But then it started just in time, just when I was about to say, you know what, I'm done. Then it just started to give you those little glimpses of like, what like where you go oh wait what Mm. and then oh wait what and then oh the last episode the end of the last episode just like takes you completely like like it was a it was a you had to walk you had to invest in the whole thing the whole season to get to like the last five minutes <laughs> but it pays off and it pays off oh. and you're like what and then it ends okay and you're like season two oh no oh so it was so it's just, that's what they call a slow burn i guess yes and the whole time that you're thinking <clears throat> you well, when you're watching the first season you you feel like you're getting the slow burn and then it starts to Pull, peel back the layers, mm-hmm. and then you're thinking, "Oh, okay, that's interesting. Okay, oh, look, oh, oh, uh-huh. but there's like this. Then there's a layer that they pull back at the end, and you're like, 
<laughs> what? Like, JR was dead the whole time. <laughs> like it's it was it was it was um pretty pretty yeah, it it ended up being worth it. Okay. And Maybe I'll it's, I'll get back into it. It's total puzzle TV. Mm. And it just and then it ends on a note and you're just like oh. and then it and you don't get anything. You don't get like they peel back a layer and then it just stops. Like Right, like a fresh layer, like a fresh layer gets peeled back, the and then season. it's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So it was, it was good. It was good. It was worth it. Um, I don't know. I you if you want to if you watch it, um, it might be worth discussing. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to prioritize it. We can connect. How many before. episodes did you watch? I think just the one. Just the first one, I think. Okay. Um, but there's only like 10, right, or something? Eight. Yeah, so... It's a short season. I could probably get it done before next week, even, I would think, perhaps. It's 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 definitely something you'd have to... Wa- Pay attention and stuff. Yeah, like, I, I couldn't... Well, yeah, that, yes, but, like, it's not something that... Um, like, it lends itself to just watch the whole thing and then talk about it. Like, okay. to do it episode right. by episode would be... Because it was dropped all at once. It's like it's a, dropped it's a all at once, show. and it really just is not really. There's not a lot to talk about. It's just it's mm. such a slow burn, and it's such a. There's like that enough until there is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, not. Yeah. yeah, a season, season full discussion makes sense. Yeah. Yes, in that case, yes. And, okay. and you don't, you don't. I wouldn't even feel overwhelmed talking about the whole season all at once. Okay. I just think it's it's effective in that in that like way. Like if you watch what if you tried to discuss like Westworld season one all at once. No, that like that's too much impossible. at once. <laughs> Especially Even though it's a coherent product, but like it's a lot at once. Yeah, Westworld. Like the twist at the end where you're like they're all the same is... time like this is a different timelines so like like then you have to sit and like think about everything else you just saw and like well, then wait you, a minute. And then you'd have to do almost like a when was what? A finale <laughs> episode and then a recovering from the finale yeah, yeah. episode. Exactly. Like, okay, now that I had an hour, a week to figure out all the shit what that happened in the finale, yeah. now I gotta like, make it all make sense in the season. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. I would say that that's, yeah. <laughs> um, and I did also uh, watch Nope. I finally watched Nope. Nope. Which oh, is uh, yeah, Jordan the, Peele's yeah. like third, alien thing? third movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, is that out on something now? Or is it a, you can rent it. Yeah. You can rent it. I rented it for six bucks. Um, Thought a whim or on advice or on... No, I mean, I, I wanted to the, see okay. it. I, 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 ever since Get Out, I've been like, okay, this is... At this point, he's a director that I'll watch everything he puts out until okay. he starts to... Then Night Shuffle on all over. Yeah. <laughs> like, but... Um, <laughs> I'm still a sucker for M. Night, although I skipped a few. <laughs> Such a hit, hit or miss, yeah. Um, it, nope was good. It was, it was, I'm, I'm adjusting to, because after Get Out, which was so much on the nose in terms of like the this, this social and political things that it was dealing with, and then us kind of veered away from that and was much more subtle and much more of just a standalone horror movie. Mm-hmm. And this is more of just a standalone, like, UFO horror movie, um, but with all of the ways that it's just 
it's, I'll have it on the list. It's worth watching. Okay. It's, it's worth watching. It's it's unique. It's it's the kind of it's like it's the kind of movie you watch it and you're like I've never seen anything like this before. And then I watched it again with Jake. And then today Hannah came over and she was watching it and I wasn't gonna watch it again. So I was just sitting reading, and I realized how little dialogue there is in the movie. It's mm. a very ethereal movie. Like like. It's it it uses dialogue very sparingly, and it uses a lot of visuals and a lot of sound hmm. to really create an atmosphere. You know, you're out on this like, ranch um, in the middle of nowhere, and there's a UFO. Is that that's movie like, where you have to be quiet all the time. Oh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, I forgot the name of that. A Quiet Place. It's like, yeah, I think yeah. So. They couldn't talk because yeah. the aliens would hear them. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very it's very good. It was very in it. And it sprinkled in, like, the stuff that, you know, little commentaries about race and Hollywood and and just Hollywood in general. And, like, if you go a little deeper and I look at some videos and it was like, oh, there's, like, some stuff in there. It's like, oh, wow. Like, it was like, like, there's some stuff in there that just, like, you just would never pick up if someone didn't explain it mm. to you. But then when you have it explained, you're like, wow, that's really interesting. Because he's interesting. kind of, like he's able to do that stuff because he, he has like broken out of the Hollywood like he's not reliant on the system or on the studios and stuff he's kind I mean, of like he has his own production company right. I don't so know like, he distributes though no but like he's able to make whatever he wants without studio it seems meddling. like it he just needs to be like like if my name is on it and my company's making it it's gonna make millions you want it in or not right. and the money just goes like sure do what yeah. you want yeah like the freedom like, that that affords, like Spielberg's the same way. Like all these, you know, stuff. But he took, you know, obviously Spielberg took a lot longer to get there. But yeah, Jordan Peele is kind of it, and uh, it, broke out all of a sudden. What I appreciate about it, which I struggled with with us, that I'm picking up on with this that I like, is that he's he really almost makes two movies at the same time. He makes a movie that you can just go in and watch and enjoy on the surface mm-hmm. and be entertained. But there's things he's doing and saying in little ways that are like really like he's smart. He's mm-hmm. not just creating spectacle. Right. In fact, I think the 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 Bible verse. So Bible verse. Um, uh, the Bible verse that's that comes up at the beginning. And I will cast abominable filth upon thee and make thee vile and will set thee as a spectacle. Hmm. Was that like a, one of the prophets or something? <laughs> it's from Nahum. Oh, yeah. That tracks. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's an interesting... It's interesting. Hmm. And, it, and, it, then, and it ties in? <laughs> it ties in in different... It ties in in ways, but it doesn't... It's not on the nose. Hmm. It's like... There's literal ways that it could tie into just like the story itself. And then there's other ways that... Yeah, it's interesting. It's I love interesting. the like the prophetic, almost genre or like, the prophetic. Flavor in things, like like even Borat, like Sasha Baron Cohen, is a prophet in a way, of like I'm gonna hold up a mirror to society, right, 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 and like his spectacle of Borat, is really an indictment on American culture, right, right. So like. So th- this movie so is this, really, yeah, in many like ways, that, an indictment like, on It's like performance art to show us all off, like, our warts and, like, our flaws. Of like, look at you guys. Like, I'm holding up a mirror through this yeah. reflective art form almost. Yes. And it's like a performance art piece. 
Which isn't everyone's flavor of tea, I'm sure. Some people just but at the same time, you could watch this <laughs> right. movie and miss not pick up on any of that yeah, and be thoroughly entertained. So it's with not a, like just preachy. It's like no, it's not. But there's a message, but it's not preachy. Like, Get Out was preachy. So I haven't seen any of it. Is that the Get Out's the one where it's like the, it's like the guest is coming oh. to dinner kind of thing where like the family is all, the oh, white man, family you, is you all. You haven't like, seen Get Out. No, it's like the white right. The white family is all like crazy against the black boyfriend. Is the whole thing of that? Like, no. No. Yes and no. Against is a compli- it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> two things. Number one, I'm shocked you haven't seen it. Number two, you absolutely must see it because it is absolutely like like one it, it is like like if I, if we were to make like a black cap recap must see watch okay. list, that would be on it 100%. Okay. In terms of talking about media and culture mm-hmm. and the things that it does in that movie that are so um, bold, like it's like race race relations stuff, right? Is like yes, a, but it's not. Like, it's not. Um, it's way more sophisticated um, than just like you know, like boo racism. Like it's very, it's very sophisticated, mm. and it's very. When, I remember when it came out. And I, and I heard about it, and then I, I watched it, and I was just... I, all I could think when I watched it was, I'm shocked this even got made. Mm. Like, I'm shocked that it, it got made, and that people could grasp it. Like, because um, it's a very... It's a, it's a way of exploring how... It's really an indictment on <coughs> white liberalism. Mm. On white... Uh, Interesting. Yeah, like the kind of the running, like like the 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 quote in it is like you know it's like it's like the the dad like you know he, like he voted for Obama twice and it's like that like, he gets a pass on everything else. Right, that, right, right, yeah, right. yeah. But, but but it's all about it's really a it's really, um, a story about a, cu- a cultural appropriation and mm. the ways that racism has, like that cult like that white progressivism, um, can gloss over what is still a very problematic relationship between the black and white community and it's <laughs> interesting yeah i'll i it's have that on really, list and then really i have good. i looked but because it's only for paid rental uh knives out is on my list but it's not like available on anything right now it's not no i was i thought it would be because like that like spinoff or whatever is, is out glass onion yeah. and i thought they I might like that. make it on Apple TV or something, but it's not available on anything. It's not on Netflix. Not for free. Like it's coming. Like the new one's coming to Netflix in like a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, for sure. They but like, leave it on Netflix. And I feel like it was, but it went away or something. But, but I I don't know if I checked, um, since December started because maybe on December first they changed it because sometimes they, it like comes and goes on whatever month, but that's on my list too oh, to watch. That's no, no, no. well, in Netflix. Oh, okay. It must have been put back on December first or something, because when I checked it, it was like you could only rent it for three bucks or something from Amazon. Or oh somewhere. no! You know what? Glass Onion is on there. Oh, well, I, thought, the I thought it was coming out in like two weeks from the like it's in the theater and then it's coming out in a few weeks. Oh yeah, no. It's, okay, it's just showing up here December twenty third. Yeah, December twenty third. I saw it in the movie theater. Right. Um, but it only ran like I think one week. But Knives Out is not. Right. That's weird. I remember seeing it a while ago and thinking, I should watch that. I guess they probably figured we can make people 
we can make something. Right, exactly. Money. Yeah. The, I'm the person that they're like, yeah, yeah. hey, they're, it's back in the zeitgeist. You want to watch it? Got to pay for it. <laughs> so smart. It's it's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's that really looks like a fun, stuff. like kind of like Clue kind of thing, right? Like, it's it is zany. Uh, the first the first one is so. Ah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. I was thinking another, even though we've been blabbing, to do a brief discussion of. Because I was looking at that thing you you sent, <clears throat> and thinking about. You know, I mean that 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 Atari joystick, oh, yeah, which, which one? is the seventies, <laughs> yeah, and then all the way through to present day, yeah. And yet, that's a there's a lot of controllers there, yeah. So but, this, yeah, it's this meme I sent. I found that has like sixteen or something, and it goes. Through, it's like what's your which controller was your first or whatever, and it starts yeah. with Atari and it ends up with a PS five, and it's every like every console or every yeah Sega Dreamcast everything yeah um, in order. And I picked, I think Sega Genesis was my first. Um, I was surprised by that because that's that. You my cousin had, had NES, so I I played NES before I got. We got a Genesis, but we had Genesis. So and how then we old got, were you when you got a Genesis? What, the, what year were you born? Eighty six. So that was like ninety two or three, I want to say, because Genesis was the competitor to Super Nintendo. Sega. Gen- I feel like I was playing Genesis in like eighty eight, eighty nine. I think they're well. They had the one before that. There was a different Sega okay. before that, which was like the NES competitor. Like Sony and or Sega and Nintendo were competitors until Nintendo like clearly broke out with like N sixty four. Okay. So like, yeah, Sega was our first. My cousins had Nintendo stuff, and then we got N sixty four, and then that was that. And then we got P- then PS two. We didn't get GameCube, and we got an Xbox late, like later later in its run. Xbox 360, I should say. So I didn't get... I kind of skipped every other... I did, did like, every other console generation. (laughs) Not every single one. Um, Did you stick with one, like, brand? Yeah. Well, I had PS2, and then I never got another PlayStation anything after that. I went to Xbox 360, and then we had a Wii in there. And then we got Xbox One, like, two years ago. Okay. Um, Just to catch up on everything since... Like everything in twenty tens basically is what the Xbox One got us. Um and so I never I don't have like PS three, four or five, any games that are exclusive to that I right. played. But I also like I used to spend time watching like watching playthroughs on YouTube, which is just as satisfying to me, honestly. <laughs> like especially for like story based games like The Last of Us, right? Like we're gonna watch that show when it comes out. I watched it like a movie or like a show. I watched like, you know, the seven or eight hour playthrough of that. Yeah. Over a long you know, however long it took. Because you just pull up that video and it just picks up where you left off, you know. Yeah. And that, like that game in particular, is just a work of art on its own, as a story, and as a as a game you play, like the gameplay and mechanics of it right. is groundbreaking. And but like the truly like the story, the heart of it, um, is just an amazing piece of fiction art on its own okay even though it's I'm, a game so that's what i'm, I'm hoping for the show i'm then. hoping the show breaks the curse right the video game curse <laughs> which witcher probably apparently did at least at first like witcher broke the, broke the mold of like a I video game like adaptation that didn't it initially get bad reviews and then improve i don't remember it, but i know that like like henry cavill left because he's like a gamer nerd and he was getting more and more frustrated with like the changes they wanted to make and they weren't like staying true to it so he was like find him out <laughs> he like called their bluff um, I think that was for like 
they didn't, they're not making four, right? They made like one through three, I think. Um, I'm not familiar with the franchise, but that's all I know about it is that he's a big gamer nerd and uh, he was getting more and more dissatisfied with the direction of like the control or trying to change the story, right? Okay. Or change things, which made him like a hero to like the, the purists, yeah, right? Who are like, yeah. yeah, like take that Hollywood, right? Um, but this Neil Druckmann is the writer and creator of the game and he's the, the co showrunner for the show along with the guy that made Chernobyl. So mm. that's a good team. Because <laughs> a lot of the guys that did Chernobyl did Andor too. So that's why that is the way it is. Right? right. Like so that's that those have and then yeah, it's Lady Mormont from Game of Thrones, a little bit older. Yeah, she was like nine older. years old or yeah. something then, and now she's like Ellie's age fourteen. The second game is like five years later, I think, so she's like nineteen. But but it's just it's it's really funny how like they had a bunch of people they could have picked to play Joel and it ended up going to Pablo or um, Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Because and he's almost exactly he's the Mandalorian. He's like literally like a guy who's a smuggler, who is like hired to to take this kid, like from point A to point B. And there's something special about this kid, and everyone wants this kid. And like, it's, like, it's literally the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's plot. The Mandalorian. Yes. Okay. And then and they like he's kind of like he has had a trauma in his past. She's had a trauma in her past. They're not related, but they like make their own family through this journey west. Because like you can tell from the trip, she's she's gotten it's twenty years into this core. It's called the cordyceps uh, fungus. So it's like a, it's a zombie thing, but they're they're called the infected. They're not, they're not undead. They are infected with this like cordyceps fungus, which exists in nature. Like you can see like insects that get it. They have like these like it like bursts you from the inside out, and like your like head like turns inside out, and like they call them clickers because they just like make like echolocation sound noises. So there's like they look like meth heads or tweakers they call them too, but they look like they're on like drugs, and they're just like you have to like sneak around because they can hear you really well. So if you make noise, they go like, and they like click and do like echolocation. So sometimes you gotta like hide from line of sight too, because then like if you're within if you're not behind something, they'll like see you quote unquote like a bat would through their clicking, <laughs> and it's super creepy. And there's other kinds like the bloaters or like the big fat ones that have these like. They, like, throw, like, you know, acid slime at you and stuff. So there's all these, like, kinds of zombies or bad guys in this. But okay. it's, like, it's 20 years into that. So it's, like, a 20 years post-apocalypse thing. So she's been born in this and raised in Like, she has no, she knows nothing else, right? But Joel's been through it all because he's, like, your age or something, right? So right. he was, like, a, a youngest dad when it started. And... Um, she's been infected. She's, like, got bit or something on her arm. But she didn't get um, symptoms or anything. So she's, like, immune to the virus or whatever, so right? Like so there's, like, everyone that has to live in these quarantine zones and the government, like, controls all that. So, like, she's in Boston, I think. They're in Boston at the start. And outside of those zones are, like, nomadic communities and, like, rebel groups and stuff. And the Fireflies is one of the rebel groups. And they're trying to, like, find a cure, even though the government, like, gave up on the cure. And, but they use, like, pretty aggressive tactics. So his, like, friend or somebody is a firefly, and she gets him to take her to, trying to get to, I think, Seattle, ultimately, from Boston, <laughs> um, to get to the fireflies. Um, so that they can use, like, figure out from her how they can get a cure for this thing. Yeah. That's, like, the, that's the hullabaloo. There's no spoilers there, because that's exactly what they would tell you in the, 
marketing I mean, material is, yeah, in the trailer. Really, I mean, I, I figured that's it was the, some kind of zombie right. So she's survival, the MacGuffin. You know. Yeah. She's the MacGuffin. Kind of like like Mando with Grogu. Like, yeah. everyone wants a kid for the sample, for the blood. Like, what, what? And they never really got anywhere with that yet. As far as the, the why everyone wants this thing. And then it turned into, like, well, now i got to get you to your kind, right? And so season two is all about getting him to Luke. But the season one focus was singularly, like, keep this kid safe from everyone who wants to get him, right? Um, because there's something about him, and that's kind of the mystery. So it's kind of like her. But, like, um, Ron Swanson is in it, right? As He's, like, this survivalist guy that they meet along the way who, like, has this, like, compound that he made. And he's, like, you know, he's, he's basically <laughs> what Ron Swanson would be 20 years into a <laughs> post-apocalypse scenario. So that's why it's so perfect for him to be cast as that guy. Because, like, he's literally in character as Ron Swanson 20 years into this. They, like, they roll through Pawnee, Indiana, basically, and he's there. He's the only one left, you know. <laughs> but, but it's just, like, yeah, devastatingly, like, the road. Like, it's just devastatingly yeah. bleak but hopeful. Like, just... Just like the Walking Dead of like who are the real monsters, right? Are the li- like the dead are one threat, but like the living are a different kind of threat too. So there's that. There's like all the factions. Like Pittsburgh is like a war zone. Like so it's like this whole like awesome. Sounds like a great yeah. Great I and I just love the genre. I just love anything post-apocalyptic where you like strip back the veneer of civilization. Right, right. You get right. to the root of like what it is to be human. Whatever. Right. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And it's done pretty well, I'd say in. At least on film and TV, the book like books can be hit or miss. They can be like, <coughs> like, almost like, like it reminds me of like like Cyril Karn from Andor, where like some of the people who write like they write post apocalyptic fiction, they almost like relish it. Like they're almost like writing like fa- like a fantasy. Like I wish I can't wait for this to happen because like then I could step up. Like they're the same kind of guys who like like they call them like y'all kind of right the guys who, like dress up and like. The cosplay, the cosplay, cosplay treats, they call them, whatever. They, right. they, like, dress up in their tactical cool gear, and they, like, you know, we're going to defend whatever, and, like, being a posse and this and that. So it's, like, those kind of guys, like, write fan fiction where they're, like, I can't wait for it to all go down, and, like, all the sheep will die off, and we, the wolves, like, take over, <laughs> and it's, like, ugh, crunch. But, like, you know, but there's a whole, like, there's a subgenre, obviously, of, post-apocalyptic like there's like the disaster movie like genre which is its own thing although i don't did you see greenland no so that's like that's one that like got that was like a covid casualty like it didn't get a big release because of covid but it was like filmed right before covid but it has like gerard butler and it's kind of similar to this in that like it's some kind of natural disaster i think like the sun is the sun's like burning out or like solar flares or something there's something with the sun or something like the there's some cataclysmic thing happening, but it actually is really well done. Like it's, it is like a big picture, like disaster, but it's like the very narrowly focused story plot is like actually mm-hmm. like tense and focused, I think. And, uh, I was like pleasantly surprised with it actually. Mm. Um, it's like, it's like a better, way better version of what like 2012 like was doing. Right. No, I never saw that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. If, <laughs> if you ever want like a movie that's so bad, it's good. It's 2012. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, nothing surprising. Isn't The Rock in that? Uh, or no. Who, who's in it? I don't know. The Rock. The Rock's in some earthquake. Oh, movie. yeah. He's in, like, something about L.A. Yeah, <laughs> earthquake in L.A. But there's, like, like the one that, the earliest one I can think of, I don't know if this counts, but, like, Independence Day, right, is, like, kind of like that. I was, like, nine years old when I saw that, which is probably too young. <laughs> but, and, like, Deep Impact and Armageddon are, like, the two back-to-back, like, <clears throat> right? 
Um, Deep Impact's probably a little more like serious, and Armageddon's a little more fun, I guess you could say, in a way. <laughs> and then like um, <clears throat> Day After Tomorrow, right? Like all of the Nolan, what was it his name? Noah Emmerich, Roland Emmerich, Roland Emmerich. Yeah, that's twenty twelve. Like all of his, like <laughs> they're very much to, like to form, kind of like. Um, Michael Bay, right? You can tell like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. You can tell a Roland Emmerich movie. I, I stay away from 2012 has that, a really hilarious like Woody Harrelson character though. He's like, he's this hilarious like guy who lives in an RV and like screams at the moon kind of thing. And he's like a doomsday prophet. <laughs> he's really funny in that one. But like, it's, it's, I think it's supposed to be serious but it's so ridiculous that it comes across like farcical. Right? That's why it's so bad, it's good. Like, 2012 right, yeah, is I so mean, bad, that, it's I'm, good. I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I, if you're, as soon as I would see a trailer like that, I'd be, yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be terrible. But, but it was, like, meant to be to serious. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the worst kind of movie. But, like, Greenland is, like, it's, it actually lands, I feel like it landed, what, it landed the plane 2012 was trying to fly. You know, because it's a similar disaster. Like, 2012 was just, like, I think everything's going even, wrong at once. You can even make know? the argument that in my opinion, that Avatar is almost that way. Yeah, it's borderline farcical. Yeah. Yeah. And, and or campy, is that what so, campy is? So, on the nose. So formulaically predictable. Yeah. And so, like, like when, when you can watch a trailer and you're like, I know the whole movie. Who the bad guys are, who the good guys are. I know the whole movie. Who I can for. even quote you the cheesy lines <laughs> that'll be in it. You know, yeah. some, you know, the camera. I never, I never uh, understood how complex these people are. Whatever. Like, well, you're going to have like the generic characters, you know, like, I mean, right. you can even the see nerdy it already guy. with like the, the new Avatar movie. It's like, okay, okay. We, I already know we got the big bad corporation that's mm-hmm. going to come and try to destroy the people who live off the land. Blah, blah, blah. It's gully. Like, it's like, come on. Like, <laughs> Like, and that's the only time that that, like, right, every once in a while you'll get a movie that's, like, where you see the trailer and you know the history, you know the director and everything, and then, and then somehow they surprise you, and it's way better than you thought yeah. it would be. But about 99% of the time, it's worse than you even could have expected. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, that's going to be terrible. And then sometimes you get sucked into watching one of them, and you're like, fuck, it's terrible. <laughs> like, it's, ah. Did you watch The Walking Dead at all? A little bit. Yeah. It, I mean, it just ended finally after like I think eleven seasons. To me, the story ends near the end of season five when they like reach Alexandria, and like for the first time, are off the road, like they finally found a safe place, which obviously doesn't stay safe. <laughs> but like to me, it ends then because that's like I think they run out the comics at that point, and then everything after that more or less is made up <laughs> for the next six seasons. Like another, half With, like, and then the they show. do like a ten year time jump somewhere in there, so it's like. It just the show is also The Walking Dead, <laughs> but like the first yeah four or five seasons I thought were really good, especially the first one, for what it was like, the effects and everything. But though there's like the zombie genre right of post apocalypse, which which has maybe well I mean I guess overdone. the Last of Us will will test that, but like that that's a. That's been done, that's been riffed on so many different ways that I yeah. feel like at this point it's like better off leaving it alone. Yeah. Um, which it sounds like The Last of Us is a little bit less zombie and more like, just like... It's not the focus. Like in the game, there are obviously like yeah. the obstacles right. and like you got, and there's bosses and boss fights and all that. But like the core, the heart of the game is this relationship between Joel and Ellie and like yeah. the complexity of all that. 
And I hope that that shines through in this, which it hopefully should, because Neil Druckmann wrote it, wrote the game, and is show running and writing the show. So, but he may be like make he may like decide to like revise things that in ten years, right? Because it came out ten years ago, so he may have decided to change things. I don't know, because the second game had was divisive in the story to fans too. Well, I think I think that's um, a, and that's an interesting that too, that's an so. interesting subject to to talk about, right? Is adaptations, mm. like, and I think that um, <clears throat> there's a fine line between like whenever whenever you adapt a something from one format to another, yeah. however you do it, right? Like, like when you take a book and make it a movie. Yeah. Or you take a movie and make it a video game, or you take a comic book and make it a movie, mm-hmm. or you make a movie and take it, make it a comic book. Like, anytime you do adaptations, especially when you cross media, yeah. Like, like I feel like there's certainly, you know, <laughs> I mean, certainly you can't blame people for you know wanting to make money if there's money to be made from for example making a tv show out of a video game like this one like i guess my point my my thought my, my the topic of that would be like it's it's just always funny to me when you get people who nothing against henry cavill but when he i mean he's involved <laughs> in the projects it's yeah. a little different but like it when you're doing an adaptation, you you're, you you got to go into it. I would assume you know it's not going to be like exactly the same. Like it frequently can't be. I think no, of course not. But I think they mean like the well. If I mean first of all, if it's like an eight hour game or even a twelve hour game, and you're talking about multiple seasons of a, of a show, like you you have to pad that. Like well, that's yeah. not enough hours of content, right? So there's that. But also, I think it's, it's a more video like, game. Yeah, like, and like <laughs> a lot of it's like the grind of trudging around and getting funny to point B and like collecting collectibles and this and that. Right. But like, like the, I think they mean like, like the plot, the story. The plot is like what the characters are doing and the story is like what it kind of means behind it, like the meaning behind the plot. So like there's plot, major plot points and like major decisions characters make, A or B, that affects the things that happen here. So, like, you can have them... T- you can make them, like, be in a different situation and then make a different choice that is out of character from the choice of the character that the game character would make or vice versa. So, like, that's where I think some of the consternation comes up is, like, when... Oh, like, Luke would never throw the lightsaber behind them, right? Like, that kind of, like, these decisions about how we treat a character, like, what we have them do or experience, if it landed really well in the one format and then you change it for the other format and it doesn't improve it and it makes it worse then you're like what are you doing <laughs> like why well, did I you think, change it right i think i think that it's a spectrum of like right you get people who creative people who who are really determined to stay true to the source material yeah and so they will stay away from these bold strokes of changes mm-hmm. And then, and then as you move in the spectrum, right, then you get to the other side where it's like, where you're like, oh, you just took the label yeah. and slapped it on this thing. But you had like no Mario Brothers of, the, from the 80s like, or whatever that was, that movie where it's well, like making ostensibly one. about Mario Brothers. And it's like, 
they're not in it's the com- blue overalls. Like, what is this? I yeah. mean, <laughs> and and I guess my my take on any of that is, I always get nervous when people get like in their little like fundamentalist modes about like, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> there's just there's just. It's it's inherent in in the and if you adapt things across different mediums then mm-hmm. you're not it's not it can't be the same like right like and i mean i remember reading through the harry potter series twice yeah i read it twice hmm. i've watched all the movies and as much as i don't mind the movies like they're nowhere close to the books i mean like yeah. they're, they're they're nowhere near as good we read the first four and watched each movie after we finished each book yeah and like it's Especially, I think it was largely number flat. three or four, probably four, where it's like, man, like, I'm glad we read the book because, like, right. I would be so confused if I just watched the movie. I'd be like, what's going on? Or, like, it's not landing. Well, that, like, that's, that's I think the, that was the, the Goblet of Fire, I think it was. That's the perfect example because for a long time, that was the only only real crossovers were Book to a movie. books to movies. Yeah. And the running joke was, you know, books and, or the, the book's always better than yeah. the movies. Right. You, Lord of the Rings, you might argue, you know, like, they made their own beautiful product. Like, that was a successful They could adaptation. almost have enhanced the books or surpassed right. the books. Because they, like, with Lord of the Rings, I read, I was reading Two Towers when Two Towers came out, and I had read Return of the King before Return of the King came out. And, like, yeah. I, my reading was enhanced by the viewing, and my viewing was enhanced by the reading. Like, that was a symbiotic, perfect right. swirl at that time. Yeah. And, like... There was no love lost anywhere in that. Only like it's the two one plus one equals three in that, in that right. sense for me. And right? and that's and that's that's, that's an example that's the ideal. <laughs> of the far end of the spectrum yeah. where you're yes. like, hey, Peter Jackson's like he made changes that make sense. But he in the in the and and the the smart creators will they they make the changes that are just necessary because you just yeah can't you can't tell put Tom this. Bombadil on screen. I'm sorry, it's not gonna well, happen. You could, you could, but like, like <laughs> it would make no like sense. Like there are things like where people will where like you know there's a character in the movie that isn't in the book, but it's a character that kind of stands in for right a few other characters right. in the book or like or, it made sense or, or a Arwen, time jump that like you just, Arwen took you know, Frodo to Rivendell right when he got stabbed. That in the book it was Glorfindel, some other elf we don't really well, see again forever. So it's like, well, if you have What's her face in the movie? Like, this is a good place to put her in. It doesn't really change anything, and it gives her something to do, and involvement in the plot. So right. it's like, fine. That's not, I'm not gonna get butt hurt over well, that. In the in the you in know? the book, like they spent I don't know how long do they spend in Rivendell? Like it's like chapter after chapter yeah. after chapter. And there's the many book, meetings. The movie, there's like, the concept all around. The concept all around is like all this lore and the background, like all this stuff. And yeah. Like, it, and what we see in the movie is like a few, like a the piece of the concept all around. It was like we saw in the movie it was like a minute or two of the. Of the forty pages of right, yeah, but people like didn't background. complain, right? Oh, look at you're not right. staying true to the story, even though. But we also got some of that they lore took later stuff on. out, like when Gandalf, like when they're in Moria, Gandalf was he's like explaining. resting. He's explaining, and that right. stuff is pulled right out of the Council of Elrond chapter, right. right? So it's like they did smart things like that, where they pull exposition into other things and other times, and like you. But by like reading it, you're like, oh man, like I appreciate this picture and like right. I get it um, well I think I think that I think so the that's problem like, yeah, that's is, his own the problem is when people like th- th- there's a difference between like oh well 
I don't like that show because that's not how that's not how I would depict it. And then there's well that just sucked. It just wasn't any good. Right. Like like with Andor, like people are <clears throat> people who hate it. It's like well let's be clear here like like I've heard people say the weirdest stuff about Andor. Like and screws. The writing's good, the acting's good, the cinematography's good, but I hate it. Yeah. I'm like you what? <laughs> like so you you think everything that makes for a good show is present, but you don't like it. And it's like, well, that's just sour grapes to me. That's just sour. That's just like that's not honestly. This isn't like, what I wanted. But that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like our palate has been conditioned, Star Wars especially, of like, if you're used to McDonald's chicken nuggets for lunch every day, and then grandma you go to grandma's house and she gives you a home cooked meal and you're like, I don't like it. And it's like objectively better on every measure. Like, that tells you more about, like, your steady diet of content than, you know what I mean? Like, that betrays the quality of your regular diet. I, I think, honestly. I, I think it's, it's, but it's, but again, but then, you know, it's so objective, right? It's like, yeah. subjective. It's subjective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, but I know, I there think isn't you can really objectively a... measure, like, the quality of, of film product to but, some but, degree. But it's, but it's also <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, but to take your illustration, right? It's like, <clears> well, if I go to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets and fries and I'm telling everyone that I'm eating healthy, well, that's silly. Right. But if you're like, I'm going to McDonald's to get chicken nuggets and fries because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Or well, like, then enjoy your chicken nuggets and fries. Tastes, Those, that, the chicken nuggets good. and fries are exactly what you it should. Tastes, it's what I want. I get what I expect. I have fun and I have good feelings about when yeah. I went here with my family. Yeah. Those are all valid reasons to go to McDonald's. But you can't, and it doesn't, but you can't it, say it, grandma's cooking sucks. No, it's at just, the same time, it's just a different <laughs> because you just a different yeah, culinary. Because it's experience. not chicken nuggets, so, right? But I get the like, oh, it's not. I it's would, not as I, fun. Okay, that's different than it sucks. You can't. You know, it sucks is like an objective, judgmental statement, and it's not as fun. Or I didn't have fun with it. Is like a fair take sure. that you can have like, something. It's like if I if I if I go to McDonald's expecting a gourmet meal right. and I don't get one and then I complain about it, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Like okay, well yeah, but like why were you going to McDonald's right. for like? When McDonald's advertises a gourmet burger and you think when you go there you're going to get a gourmet burger. <laughs> it's a McGourmet you, burger. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're fooling yourself. Like I, I saw an advertisement. I don't know which yeah. chain it is, is. They brought back their Wag, Wagyu, Wagyu right, yeah. burger. I think mm-hmm. it's Wendy's or Arby's or right. who. And it's like, and I see that and I'm like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So let's be clear. <laughs> if you think that that's really... You know, it's probably one of those things where it's like 10% comment. Wagyu yeah. beef. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it meets the minimum qualification right. to consider It's that like Kona coffee. Yeah. Kona coffee can be called Kona coffee if it's only 10% Kona blend. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah. Like 100% Kona is like so expensive that no one even drinks it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I but I think, I think that that's it's, my point in saying all of that is to say that I think it has created a situation where people are... I think more people are like getting hung up on. You just hear a lot of people like in in the in, not just in Star Wars, but in general, like you know they just they're complaining about like these adaptations. Yeah. For all these different reasons, you know. I think it's because perhaps or what I pick up on, <laughs> whether it's true or not, is the sense that like there's the fans over here, the real fans, quote unquote. Capital R, capital F, real fans. Right, right, right. And then the fundamentals. they, right, they have a agenda that they're trying to hijack 
my thing and like change it right from underneath me and right. it's ours quote unquote right so right. Like, this is like right. culture right. that's it's the culture war crap like right. it's just they've taken it from us or they're trying to take it from us and yeah. we're not gonna let them right it's like this it's it's frankly hilarious because it's like it's literally like what the like fighting fundamentalists were saying like in the 70s and 80s of like oh hollywood and like the the you know uh what was it not leonard skinner uh the twisted sister is gonna like corrupt the youth like like the industry is yeah, out to get some, our kids somebody like, the other day was like commenting that that song was such a like a like a right-wing anthem or something Oh yeah! Whenever like yeah, and the like, guy from Paul, the band Paul was like, Ryan, no, "Are you like, kidding me?" Paul Ryan always is like, he's like quoting Rage Against the Machine or whatever. And the guy's like, "Do not listen to our music. Like, you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking. Like, are you so unaware? Like, we're talking about you, dude. Like, I think, but I think but, like, that's what I mean. Like, they they have the same like they are out to get us or like they're out to like you know like they just think that there's like this agenda and there's the cabal of people who are out to like well, take over everything and like and there might be some degree of like is... hey let's like capitalize on this thing that's trending on the algorithm and like like we don't know or care about the witcher but we know if we make a product that says witcher people will watch it and we'll make money even if it sucks and that's like sorrowful to people who are fans of the witcher if they botch it because everyone like the prospectors are coming in and make a quick buck off it and like like a carcass right they're like well i mean <laughs> it, it, it's so I think that there's two things that the, there's the one thing is just which is where I think that there's this is where the problem comes up which is that and I think Andor again is a good example like there's two different ways that I might watch something like Andor like first I would just watch it is it good or is it not good mm-hmm. not its own yeah right I don't like at the end of the day when I watch anything like primarily my primary impression is just is it good or is it not good the fact that it's good Star Wars or good anything of a, any is like like if someone says oh you know like if I, let's say I watch a show uh, based on a book and I've never read the book and I watch the show I'm like oh, that's a really good show that's a really good show mm-hmm. and they might be like, like well, well but the well, book well. but the book like yeah. okay well those are two separate yeah. matters right? right like if you can't watch the show if you watch the show that's objectively good. But you can't like it because it's not the same as the source material the way you think it should be the same. That's a different matter. You can't say, well, that's no good because it's not the adaptation that I wanted or was looking for. And I think that that's what happens with a lot of people. They have have their source material that they love, that they cherish, understandably. Someone makes an adaptation and they decide – Frequently, even before it comes out. Oh, that's going to suck. Like, I know you didn't like Rings of Power, but most people decided before it ever came out, that's going to suck. I'm not going to be happy with it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch it. I'm at least going to watch it. Like, and, like, and yes, as I watched it, I became more and more convinced that it was mediocre. It was just, you know, I did watch the whole thing, but eh. But you can also look but at that's it and one say, where I'm like, that's one if if there is like it's also objectively bad. Yeah, like, you know, this like, is actually a bad. This show. is like they took a high school one on one class on Tolkien and then like made a class project show out of it. Like they did not like knowing the lore and knowing then what we got out of it. It's like oh man, like. How'd you screw that up so bad? Well, I think, <laughs> you I know? think so those are, that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So you can make the argument it failed at both. 
Yeah. It failed at being true to... Yes. I wouldn't be nearly as upset about Reese's Power if it, it was its own good thing. But right. It, like it, right. Whatever it was trying to do, it didn't things. do a good job of it. Those are two and separate things. it's not what I wanted them to adapt either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's two separate things. Yeah. And, and that's the part where... That's in, it's interesting to me, like, I kind of didn't dive in too much into the Rings of Power conversation in our little group chat because, number one, I'm, I'm nowhere near smart enough to speak to that. <laughs> um but because also like I was I was still struggling initially with whether I just liked the show or not because yeah. I didn't have that lore background right. yeah. that I was bringing to it. I was yeah. just watching it as a show, mm-hmm. um, and I you know I was like there were times when I was like yeah oh this is good Lord of the Rings and there was times where I was like this is cringy mm-hmm. like wow like that's objectively bad like. And there were times when you're watching it and you're like, I feel like there's an agenda. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and that's, that's... Your agenda is showing, as it were. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it's... it's like, the so point much. you're trying to make is being too on the nose, right? Whether you're well, it's just, the point it's, or not. It's just it's your, like... your, your agenda is being... The, the point is... Right. You're making the point badly. Right. Like, and in a way that's like, you might as well just... bad. You might as well just, like, have, like, subliminal flashes of, like... You know what you're trying to tell smoke. us here, yeah, yeah. smoke yeah. <laughs> because it's so obvious. Yeah. You know, like insert strong female right. character scene here. Like when you do that, it's yeah. like ah, oh, like that's the Rise of Skywalker was the, you know the 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 lesbian kiss in Rise of Skywalker, perfect example. Yeah, I don't care if there's a lesbian kiss in in Star Wars, but the way they did it mm-hmm. was awful. Yeah. Like it was objectively versus awful. Andor, they're lesbians. Nobody cares or knows, and it's realistic. Right. And you don't, I mean, they didn't kiss, but like, so my argument would be like, there's a right way to do that and a wrong way to do that. And if you get people who aren't, people are not stupid, right? They might watch something and be like, I think you're just using this as a vehicle for, like, it's the the cart before the horse, and it's like, okay, well, they're just filling out a bingo card. Or whatever, right? Yeah, like and and that. Or paint my number, right? That's but most of the time, most of the time, I use three examples: the that young Kenobi book that came out, Lightyear, and then Strange World, the two Disney animated movies. All three of those, before I read or saw either of them, mm-hmm. I I was getting glimpses of like the uproar, over, different representations. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. And then I read the book, and then I watched the two movies. Because the Kenobi one was what that he like, the the guy accusation was like, oh, is Obi Wan bisexual or whatever, or like bi curious or whatever. That yeah, was that, it, that I was mean, the, it was the, 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 the it lead. was it was, <laughs> but like it, the real so, reference is so. It positive. was like literally <laughs> this much of the book, right? Like, and if anything, it's like he's like asexual, which tracks with being a Jedi. Yeah, right? yeah. Like there's almost, yeah. it almost it almost you could almost miss it, right. Because the Jedi are asexual, except for Anakin. Like, no other well, Jedi... Well, they're not asexual, well, but... we assume no other Jedi have any shred of sexual desire of any kind. Uh, I mean, the... Right? In, in the... In the, um, in, in the films or anything. What was the one book where the one guy... There was one, like, Jedi... Like, dude, oh, Quinlan. Jedi yeah, lost. Yeah, that guy. That guy was, like, a full-blown <laughs> player. Like, but, I mean... But he was probably a naughty Jedi, though. Like, he was... I think, I think it's fine for the Jedi to, to have those... Actually, not think about it. Nobody has any sexual other than like Luke and Leia, or not Luke and Leia. Oh, that'd be awkward. Han and Leia have like a sexual tension stuff in Empire, obviously. Yeah, 
for sure. But that's part of the story. But like, but I think other I think, than that, there's nothing sexual about. I think Star the Wars. problem is like, <laughs> like, like if 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 like in in, in Lightyear and in Strange World, they the, in Lightyear you Lightyear had, was, that was way overblown for what that was. Like that was, it was like, just dude, a, the the couple, like, the married they exist. couple, oh, was no. two women, <laughs> yeah. and the way it was depicted was so like, yeah. Disney wholesome, yeah, like, so Disneyfied mm-hmm. that like I was just watching it and I was like, "You got to be coming into the movie with a chip on your shoulder." And some kids might have had to realize what they're seeing, yeah. Which I maybe like, well, that's the point. That's the danger. Is like you're subliminally injecting into the head that that's okay. Well, then, then, well then, they exist. Like then, not. you better just put your kids. Yeah, like, don't watch them with Disney. You movie better then. homeschool them. Yeah, because they're gonna go to school with kids right. who have two mommies or two daddies, mm-hmm. and they're gonna go to work and have. Co-workers who have two mommies and two daddies. And they'll just <laughs> combust, I guess. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, they'll break a microchip in their head or something. The, what I would prefer for people in those camps to do is just not go to the movie. Or just be like, well, like this is not how we live our life. Moving on. Yeah. Just like, don't go to the movie. We don't need, you know, or, or if you want to organize a boycott, that's fine. Yeah. Like. Good luck. It, yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> or be Ben Shapiro, make your own Disney company, right? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. That's what. That's unfortunately that's where we're going. Is like, like, uh, do we talk about this? That will never so work. the did you hear about this? Probably kind of tracks too. So, there's the whole flap around the Hallmark Channel. Have you heard about this? No. So, so the Hallmark Channel makes these. I'm sure you're all up to date on all of these, all of the Christmas <laughs> movies that they make, right? They're absolutely formulaic, you know. I have never watched <laughs> no, anything I... on the Hallmark Channel. It's okay, well, and I probably never will. They started recently, so like there was like somebody who ran, who like built that empire successfully on Hallmark Channel, like the empire that it is of Hallmark holiday movies that yeah. everyone watches like twenty five days in a row up to Christmas, like every December first they start watching all these movies, right? Jesus. And if you put all of, like, if you put the montage of the pictures of the posters, like, on a big screen, they're all, like, exactly the same, almost. <laughs> it's, like, completely interchangeable stories, right? Yeah. But, like, anyway, that person, like, left or got pushed out or something, and, like, the next person a couple years ago got in and, like, started having the, like, they started having, like, gay characters, like, on the periphery, like, they're the sassy friend, whatever, and then, like, this year, right, and now they have, like, main storylines of like gay and lesbian stuff yeah and oh man right middle america is like the the cracker barrel crowd they call it is like nope <laughs> right so like candace cameron beret right who's like kirk cameron's sister from full, full oh, house right so she she took that she has taken her money and like influence because she was like a big star of all these movies yeah so yeah. she and a bunch of like co-stars or whatever like got out of hallmark deal yeah and this person that was, like, the person who built all the Hallmark movies went and bought, like, the Great American Country Channel, which is, like, some cable channel where they just play country music and stuff. Sure. And they are, like, rebranding it as Great American Family okay, to, like, make Christmas great again, right? Sure. <laughs> and they're, like, literally saying, like, we are, like, they're going to, like, do what they were doing with Hallmark on this channel now. Yeah. And, like, segregate off and, like, have this own little ghetto of content. Yeah. That appeals that does not include any uh, main characters or even any characters. Honestly, I'm, yeah, it's like, just yeah. They don't want it, they, yeah. nobody wants to see or root for gay characters like getting together yeah. in a story because we can't root for that because we'll get hit by lightning or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, whatever. So like that I mean, perfectly encapsulates day. where we're at right now. It's like if 
I don't like how the game's being played, so I'm taking the ball and I'm going over here and starting my own game. Like, and it, what? It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like, anybody can do that. Best of luck to you, sir. Yes. This, yeah, yes. Yeah. But my answer to that would be, uh, uh, you won't be around in five years. <laughs> or may the best channel win, I guess. Like, we'll Pe- see. People vote yeah. with their dollars and yeah. their subscriptions, and that never works. Right. But the so argument came up then in context of, like, between that, like, Bros movie, right? Which is, like, kind of like, I love you, man, but for, like, it's like a gay romantic comedy, right? The first, like, real one. Okay. And, like, bombed, right? No one watched it. And then Strange Worlds bombed, too, and it has, like, a gay character, apparently. And, like, does it create a trend line, right? Is that a trend line that says, if you appeal to this niche crowd, which is, like, you know, gay America is very small percentage-wise of the population, if you appeal to this, is it, like, an economic loser to make movies that appeal to this crowd? If you're trying to like mass market a movie that appeals to a small crowd, are you saying alienate, do, like, are you, is it is it a it, have we discovered a trend where if you do that you will ultimately over the long term fail? Right, like the the phrase is like go woke go broke, right? Like when movies go woke they go broke, and like the movies fail when middle America the Cracker Barrel crowd right like rejects it or like sits it out, and like that. There's like this hidden power well, of I mean, the eighty percent of America flyover country, right? By land mass at least, not by population, but like the church going crowd or whatever that begrudgingly subscribes to Disney, but like you can only push them so far, like like their hot button issues or the same kind of people who like don't want their kid, you know, taught like the drag queen story right. hour, like all this stuff. Like the people don't want that stuff. And it's like they still have economic power to some degree for some time. For the foreseeable future, perhaps. And it's like, these companies, like when Disney said, like they explicitly said, like in their story groups or whatever, that like they have an explicit goal of having 50% minority, which includes racial and sexual minority representation. Like 50% of characters will be sexual or racial minorities in the content going forward. Right. That is either a, that's either good news or bad news, depending on who you ask, right? That's either like the sign of the end times or like progress. <laughs> And that's just where we're at now. Like, there's well, two different so, views of America or, like, where of reality, right? But for Disney... Like, that's the worst thing ever or it's the best thing ever. <laughs> but for Disney, ultimately, truthfully, like, if they commit to that over the long term mm-hmm. and it not financially... And they, they, they can't go woke out of business. Like, <laughs> they're not going to do that, ultimately, Right. In my, in well, my it's opinion. like an ill-defined term and meaning. Like, what, is it, what does woke mean and what does it mean to go woke? Like, what is it? Well, I mean, right? what, it, what it means is you disregard the traditional Judeo-Christian worldview mm-hmm. for a progressive humanist worldview. And mm-hmm. you filter that through your entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if you do that and your profits disappear, well, what do you think they're going to do? No, so I'll stop doing that. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing right. that. Right. Pa- then they'll pander to the regress, like they'll pander to a more regressive audience who's like they, not they'll as just, progressive. They'll quietly peel like, it back. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, unless they ultimately, like, well, then I guess we're just going out of business. <laughs> that's like, what, yeah, but that's where, like, that's where, like, the culture war seems to be at. Is it's like this weird point. It's like an inflection point where it's like. But really, how many, how many of the cracker, bar- cracker barrel. Cr- that's a hard, I, hard I went to I went to Disney World yet last month. <laughs> there was plenty of those people there. And <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think they're gonna stop yeah. going anytime soon. Right. Like, I'm sorry. 
but like the number of people that are like so dyed in the wool for this <laughs> stuff that they're gonna boycott Disney Plus, everything Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, Disney this. Di- Come on, that's that's not. But that's then, not, but, but it's funny because they're all like they're in the same the people, especially if they live in Florida. Like they're the ones who are like, yeah, 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 Ron DeSantis, yeah, take on Disney, right? They like cheer on Ron DeSantis, like attacking Disney, which is like a major like shareholder in Florida's yeah. economy yep. and he's like going to war with Disney right <laughs> it's like they're like yeah 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 now where's my tickets to Disney yeah like, exactly it's like, like, it's so weird, you guys. like, 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 like a lane <laughs> if, if that was actually yeah. if, if that block of people was actually viable right they would destroy Disney yeah that's what I'm saying like overnight I think it's, it must, they could just it must take be them way out more vocal than the numbers suggest because Maybe or people just are like, yeah, you know, whatever. But okay. it's, it's not like, far it's enough. It's like all the I gay people like, I work with at Apple who go to Chick Fil A. Like, I don't. Right. Who cares? You're not supposed to go to like, Chick Fil A. Like, I like. What it. am I going to do? Police you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you shouldn't be going. You know, yeah. or, or if you're if you're a conservative Republican, you know, what? Don't I'm not go to burden you with saying. Well, then you can't go to Disneyland because right. or Apple. Like, I can't shop at Apple or can't like, like whatever. I, yeah. Look, Why do you have an Amazon Prime subscription? Right. Disney Apple is one of the most boldly progressive pro everything you can imagine companies which one apple apple yeah it's like right i mean but they're like railing on their iphone about like oh the woke agenda it's yeah like, as not they to mention come to the, the chinese la- the chinese slave labor <laughs> part of it <laughs> but like yeah and i think i think that that's that going back to the the question of like you know i mean i've been seeing this since you know i go all the way back to the late nineties with mm-hmm. the whole you remember this I'm sure, you know, was the when when the when the Christian rap scene <laughs> emerged. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a as a as a reaction. Clean, like like yeah. hey, you know, like, oh well, um instead of bashing rap or like right. boycotting rap, we're gonna make Christian rap. Fine. I remember the Great. little handouts like we Do would it. get at like the Christian music store, or, like they give us in the youth group. It's like, hey, if you like Eminem, check right. out these other the, yeah. like knockoff artists sure. who are not as good as Eminem <laughs> at all. Or like, well, if you like Slipknot, try this other thing. Regardless, like, it doesn't like really Slipknot. matter. Are they better? Are they worse? Yeah. The point is, they will never s- um, right. subvert. Like, like we're never gonna live in a world where I don't know Toby Mac right. becomes bigger than Kanye. Or, or Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, that's never going to happen. Right. It's fine for you to exist over here in right. your little cultural ghetto. But don't, don't be surprised when it's like, who? Who's that? You know, yeah. Oh, like, well, you know, don't, be, you know? don't get pissed off right. when you can't right. tr- overcome right. the established you know, artists, right? And, and, and to be clear, that's like, not like an agenda. Your stuff does kind of suck, <laughs> too. Like, right. Just because you slap Christian on it and say mm-hmm. it's clean doesn't mean it's good. Right. It's not automatically good. Right. There's, a, right. like, the random crossover, like, a break, or breakthrough hits, like, right? Like... If they ever made a Christian Bible, they'd have to cut out half the... You know, <laughs> are we going to make a Christian Bible? We're they can't have the any, sex out. Can't have any socialism know. in there, either. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait, where's like, all red letters? I only want to wait. Oops. <laughs> like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's fine. Like, we live, especially now, which kind of was what I was wanting to talk about, but, like, the, you have this, like, explosion of platforms yeah everybody can make their own content yeah there's which is f- great the sandbox is way bigger and yeah expanding it by the moment so like right we can all there's not like a shrinking pie to fight over like there was with broadcast tv and they're like literally like going for viewers like there's right. only so many like you can literally have so many eyeballs from 8 to 9 p.m 
and they have three choices, and like we have to win. If you if like, you no. want to watch <laughs> yeah whoever's country western Hallmark knockoff thing, and you want to boycott Hallmark, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like it, it's a business, so it I don't know if it's gonna be successful. Mm-hmm. You you can have those intentions and have a desire to create content that's consistent with your values. So like Ben Shapiro's doing that with like he's trying to create like a Disney alternative, like a hundred million dollar, which is a pittance compared to Disney. But like he's like pulling together a hundred million dollars to make like a f- family entertainment. Yeah, that, that won't even we won't even be hearing about that in like a yeah. year and a half, two right. years. It'll be, it'll disappear because of like the problems with Disney, according to him. So it's like. Okay, well, good luck. Like, it's free country. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Do whatever you, you can do whatever you <laughs> we'll want. Like, I'm not even saying that I fault him. Let's see that free market of yours. That yeah, but here. like, I mean, you know, like. Yeah, like, like you're living yeah. consistent with your Feel values. I would be more. Jump up, in the arena. I'd be more upset with you if you, like, were railing against Disney all the time and you have, like, season tickets yeah. and, like, Disney Plus and, like, don't even think twice about putting your money where your mouth is. Like, it's more integrity. He's, he's so, trying to build an yeah. alternative to Disney, but then on his channel, he reviews Star Wars movies made by Disney. So, like, come on. Like, How are you watching those, Stop sir? watching those yeah. movies. Don't talk about them. Be consistent. Yeah. Like, he's, he's you know, but that's how all the... That's yeah. why I don't ever really, like, be like, the, the whole... There the was, mill, at the one buzz. point, there was, a, like, this... It was almost, like, there was this, like, desire to... Really, to overthrow the establishment media with mm-hmm. Christian alternatives. They, the, the idea yeah. was to literally to to overthrow it. Mm-hmm. You know, never happened. It never will. It or at least, like, at will. least over, like, or at least crowd out in the hearts and minds of impressionable teenagers. Like, they're like, if we don't do anything, like M and M's get infect their brains. Mm-hmm. So we gotta like. We gotta like crowd out Eminem out of their brain so that there's no room for Eminem to have some shady say bad things in their head, right? It's like, sorry, he's way better than. Him. Well, I mean, <laughs> like that's, just, that's like, a, to a whole nother conversation like, about like just trying to like be louder when than we the try other to slap something like a Christian, like like. <clears throat> to me, what makes something spiritual? That's a whole other conversation, right? Like, like. <clears throat> To say that, you know, like, I mean, I've seen, you know, these, they try to make these Christian movies <laughs> about yeah. people being converted. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not, I, I had a conversion experience. I'm not an anti-Christian person, but those movies are bad. Yeah. Like, they're not convincing. Right. Like, the person, I don't right. feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then occasionally, I saw, I watched the one about, what's his name? The guy who was a skeptic and he ended up writing that whole thick volume of proof. Um, Lee Strobel? Yeah, maybe. Is that he was a the skeptic. case for Christ? Yeah, yeah. Lee Strobel. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the movie no. that they made about him? Mm-hmm. It was the... It like was, a fiction, like a, it was a dr- it, dramatization of his? Yes, yeah. yes. And it was the closest thing I ever got to where it was like, that's just objectively good like like like, like, like crap story crap because like a, if a person has a genuine conversion experience like if they yeah. are genuinely you know if a person has a testimony a st- right 
that's powerful, mm -hmm. it speaks for itself. Right. But if you portray it on film badly, formulaically, or like like just badly, yeah. just it's poorly written. The acting's bad. You don't or like they're all of a sudden they're like the hardcore atheist is all of a sudden a big believer. It's like, yeah, okay. I mean, it doesn't happen like that unless you're like, like Paul, right? Well, it <laughs> does, but the way they portray it, yeah, it's just like oh come on, like one of the most powerful movies I've ever seen. That, from an emotional standpoint, and I'm, I forgot what, the, what it was called. Oh, no. It was Anthony Hopkins playing C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Um, um, what's that called? And it was based on the problem of pain, but it right. was, didn't have that title. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot what that's called, too. And like I saw it is the... Because we lost is, his wife, right? Yes. Yeah, that's about that. Yeah, it's yeah. so powerful that by the end of that movie... When his wife dies and he's going through it, I mean, I'm weeping. I am weeping. <laughs> and, but that's just the absolute exception. And that's Anthony Hopkins for you. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but that's just, they made a good movie. Right, yeah. With great actors and great writing and great, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, of they, a, of and a, it was real. Of a person, like, a person of historical significance. I don't care. Non-Christians, yeah. when they see crap, they go, well, I don't, that's just crap. Right, yeah. Like, I'm not, I, this right. sucks. Like, right. that's not good. Right. Like, plus it's like, it's so, like, People have like their bullshit. Like this is not. This isn't even genuine. It's disingenuous. It's like mm -hmm. it's preachy. Well, and growing up, so I it's... I was growing up in church like in the nineties and two thousands, um, when that stuff was starting to come out, and like I kind of missed the wave. I was I was out of high school by the time like the Kirk Cameron movies were coming out. You know, like the Left Behind. No, we saw those, but like the like Courageous and Fireproof and yeah. the other one. There's like three of them, I think. It's like, but I had seen those ones. But, like, that was the one, like, that church in Georgia, like, has a film production company, and they, like, use the people in the church, like, as actors, quote-unquote. <laughs> like, it's, like, this, like, you know, it's, like, a very, really high production value church drama, like, yeah, set up. <laughs> sure. Um, but, like, the whole, like, thing was, like, it's, like, it's, like, when Jeb Bush was, like, please clap, right? It's, like... Like we're like, come on, guys! Like we have to like we have to support and rally behind this stuff. And I'm like thinking like, nah, it sucks though. It's like I don't, I got, I'm not gonna cheer for the losing team, you know, <laughs> right. or whatever. Like, I will if it's great, but if it sucks, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, this is so great, it's so great to see this stuff. And it's like, can't you make well, something plus, better? Just, to me, the tragedy of it is that if you if you filter everything that way, if you think that way, and you consume that way, you could miss some really good content right and for me it was like this is what i i'm I, I live and breathe or i was grow grew up in this ecosystem so i'm interested in like new and different perspectives like i know how these people think and operate and i don't need to see more of like that formula over and over right like right. i want to see like how other people see the world and like let's have like let me understand where muslim come from let me understand where buddhist comes from like i want to know like how other people see the world and experience the world and like see these universal problems like that's why i liked like i don't know if you saw it but we watched that stutz documentary which is like jonah hill and his yeah, therapist the, it's been recommended to me now by three or four people yeah so i guess i gotta watch it's quite it. interesting but like that like, like they're not christian but like they are they are bumping up against like that analogy of like the blind man with the elephant mm -hmm. like they are they are touching the reality with a capital R. Yeah. And like describing, I was thinking like, oh, like, oh, that's like sin nature. Like, like there's, how am I saying? Like, oh, that's like, they're describing what I could say, like the Bible is describing this other thing. Like, or like that, what he just said, that's right out of Ecclesiastes. Right. Right. So yeah. I'm like, th like there's reality that all of the philosophies and wisdom right. have touched. And like, it's just so interesting to see like 
from that perspective, like they're, they're butting up against reality and like trying to figure out how to like get past and like get past their problems and this and that through therapy yeah. and stuff. Like some of the best, and it's like some of the very best, interesting, like preaching I've ever heard is from atheists. Right. Like they, they like, would, what is a Ted talk if not a sermon? Right. So it's like, this, this is like, this is how humans can like, you know what I mean? Like the world is, I don't know. Like you don't have to accept everything whole, like whole cloth, but you just like, you go, hmm. you like, you have an open hand, you take it, you examine it, and you take what you think is good, and you kind of slough off what you think is bad, and that doesn't matter. Like, everything that comes through your church pulpit, you don't just gobble up, right? And you don't just gobble up whatever comes off the newscast. Like, you have to examine everything that comes in and, like, weigh it and filter it against, like, your schema in your head of, like, what you, like, how you view the world, right? Your worldview, you could say, which is always also shaping on its own, too. And, like, like what is good with a capital G and what is not good? Like, I'm going to take that. That's good. I'm going to take that. And I'm going to reject this other thing. Yeah. Like, that's BS, I mean, and this is gold. And I don't care where it comes from, right? Well, and even if, even if you don't... It doesn't have the right label on it. Even if you, you know... I mean, like, you could objectively say that someone, someone could say, well, it's impossible for a movie that's explicit in depicting a gay relationship. It's impossible for that movie to be good because it's, 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 it's fundamentally morally flawed and bad. Right. That's what some people That'd would be ignorant to say. They, they would argue... I think what they're really saying is, like, I don't want to be guilty by association for having to root for sin, what I think is sin. Right. So, like, don't put me in the position of having to feel good feelings and, like, oh, I hope that they get together because, oh, I can't actually have that happen because if I am happy that they got together, I might get struck by lightning or I, right. like, my, you know what I mean? Like, wow, it's really about right. you, really? Like, maybe for a second it's not about you, right? <laughs> like, well, or maybe for a second you could, about just, you? you could acknowledge that even someone who just, is going to hell could experience profound emotions. <laughs> no, like, no. Like, like, or why does everybody who's, who's going to hell have to be, like, you know, just a... Devil in picture. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Why, 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 yeah. why do they all have to be, like, these caricature, just, like, perverts? That's the like, fundamental, like, you know, the fundamental, like, Ballyhoo or whatever the word is, like the Achilles heel of most religious people, Christian or otherwise, is like they have a hard time. We I we have a hard time like reconciling. Like, well, if we think this is all true, this guy over here who doesn't believe any of that stuff is a way better person than a lot of the people over here who think that's all. Like, they have the truth and none of the goodness. And this person over here is a raging atheist or whatever, and is a really nice guy and not an asshole like these people over here are. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know how to square that circle sometimes. Right. How can they be so good if they're so bad, right? If they don't believe the right things. Well, that's, that's like, a, that's like, ooh, like makes everyone's brains go haywire. And it's like, we can't reckon, like, we can't make it work. And it's like, you don't, A, you don't have to, and B, like, maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it, the world's more complicated than that. Perhaps. Well, have you ever thought about that? <laughs> maybe the world's not black and white. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe, Having that, what do they call it? Um, by, what's the word? Um, when you just look at things in black and white, there's a there's another term like, for it. Yeah, like the um, fun, like fundamentalist slash. Yeah, like I mean, like, literal, literal. There's just, I don't, I don't know how you could live in this world, read the Bible, and and just like be exposed to the things around you and, and not recognize eventually how complicated things really are. I yeah, mean, yeah. the Bible is filled with complexity and contradiction. Right. Like, well, like, it's an anthology over, whatever, 1,500 years of, like, multiple cultures and places, and it's like, it's like this big story with a capital S, and it's like, 
It is not an answer book. It's not a science book. It's not like a well, moral, it's also it has just, all these things in it. But it's, it's also like, just it's the story of a people. Really, infinitely <laughs> you know? more deep and complex than people depict it. I, I yeah. always remember. I always go remember right. the one time when uh, what's his name was at Mars Hill. Um, Peter Rollins. Oh yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. Was, he said something about like, you know, why, why, why when we when we go to church and worship, why is it always like these happy songs like you know why do we only put like the happy songs or like the Mm -hmm. uplifting songs or psalms to music what why don't we ever put like dash the children's heads on a stone (laughs) to to music well half the psalms are are the psalmist telling god he sucks at his job right we don't sing about that but that's half the psalms well like even just that's honest emotional like in the psalms you just have the full spectrum of what a human being can experience yeah. and how that brings out their different mm-hmm. reactions to their perception of yeah. a, 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 a creator. Or it's a, a finite being. being trying to make sense of a complex, scary world in the light of an ostensibly infinite deity who's like so beyond and far beyond and you're trying to like reconcile the... I mean, there's literally like places the, in the Psalms where the Psalms says, I don't Psalms believe in you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think it's like a fool says, there's no God. Right. So you can point to the verse in the Bible that says, there is no God. But like if you look before it, it says, a fool says, there's no God. Right. But, but, but objectively, right. Yeah. right, there are... Like you've abandoned me. There's no, you're not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Like, like half the Psalms are like... Dude, what are you doing? You know, right? Like, I, I, you don't have they don't have happy Sunday songs about that. At the end of the day, we can point all of this back to number one. I think there's two reasons why this this generally has happened. Number one is that it's be, the, the religion has become political, and number two yeah. is that we have aff, we're so affluent yeah. that we don't suffer. Yeah. And so we can't get in touch with and we're uncomfortable being around anyone else stuff. who is suffering because there is suffering even yeah. economically here, like or material suffering in America, but it's well hidden and we're really uncomfortable with just seeing it or being around it without having to be like, here's our political solution to that, right? Well, <laughs> like, I mean... Let's relieve it, my feelings of uncomfortableness right now with like... I've, I've seen whatever. a lot of... I've seen this at least twice. Um, this idea of the whole, like, I guess it's kind of a... It, it's kind of lumped into the MAGA crowd, this whole idea of like, fuck your feelings... Mm. Have you heard that? That sounds like, really healthy and uh, yeah. forward thinking. I saw it. I saw it. Like some, there was a flag that was like a Trump flag, but that, it said, fuck your feelings. And yeah. this lady came in the Apple store and she had that on. It was like one of those shirts with like the the, the guns on the sleeves, like right. grunt style or something. Like it's like kind of a right wing thing. Mm-hmm. And it said, fuck your feelings. That's like, like, that's like a, that's like a kind of like a mantra of right. like the right wing, you know. But like, yeah, they're pushing back against like sensitivity and like the cultural sensitivity and this and that. Like, well, what they're pushing back against is Christian I know. Compassion. Well, that's what's <laughs> hilarious about it. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like, like... And they feel really passionately about it, so it's like, yeah. what about your feelings? Like, should yeah. we like discount yours too? Like, well, I mean... You're like, you know what I mean? Like, Snowflake is like, oh, really? Because I could trigger you really fast if I wanted to. <laughs> like, you're calling me a triggered you, Snowflake. You're, if, you're, <laughs> if, you, if you want to make that argument, then... Well, I mean, that's just, you know, both sides are, both and, sides. And you're are, intentionally wanting, you're like willfully wanting to just be an animal at that point. Because animals, like, don't have, like, feelings that we well, want to Well, when, you, when like, you start getting to the point where you start to popularize yeah. a, a, a kind of cruelty. 
Well, then I'm telling you, this is 1930s we're, Germany. We're, yeah, we like, are like creating the jackbooted brown shirt yeah. fascist pigs, yeah. thugs. Like people are are running into that. They're like running well, this whole thing and as fast as they can into that. North Carolina, right? They, like, yeah, they okay, shot at the substation to say why why it's happened. Right, here, but but it's because they wanted to shut down like a. a, a here here's the logic. Uh, Drag queens reading a book to kids is dangerous. Grown angry men with guns at your school protesting something is safe. It's good. Right? It's good. Right. Like, huh? <laughs> like, or like, or blowing up the substations and cutting up power and killing grandma because her insulin went bad. Right. <laughs> That's worth right. it so that kids don't hear a story from a drag queen. Can't have that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. The only really necessary response to drag queens reading kids' books is that if your kid goes to the school, you just take them out of school that day. <laughs> yeah. Or don't send them to that school at all. Yeah. But to shoot the right. substation and take power away from 33,000 people, is like, to say that's overkill... But I bet you all the cops are in on it down there, right? As rural cops. Yeah. They're all part of that I club, mean, I bet. I... I they're like, oh, what? There's nothing to investigate. It's just as bad. I, I, I'm, I'm just as concerned about elements of that on the left as well. That where there's potential for they don't have the guns though for for violence, <laughs> um, and and to be clear, like there is a valid argument, right? Like, like extreme extreme left and extreme right both go very dark quick. Yeah, like, but I feel like, like the right is ascending. It's growing in size, influence, power, voice, numerically, and it has all the guns. Like, I'm more well, worried they, about right-wing violence than, like, Antifa, right? They have... They have or Black Bloc or whatever that is. Their worldview... Is more pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or like, no, They, they can activate... Like, there's more people who are one degree away from going full-on activation. Like, it would take more conditioning to get more people to join Black Bloc from the left. Like, a typical Democrat to join Black Bloc or Antifa... You have to, like, take more steps in a radical direction. I feel like way more people are, like, primed from 25 years of Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. So, like, it's going to just go take the, one little thing. And, then, the, and they already the got the guns, right? And then they're just like, oh, I'll put on my hunting gear, grab my arsenal, and head out to the Capitol to capture the governor or kill whoever. Or, like, right. shoot up the substation. Like, what? own the libs, right? All the, the language is very violent. Like, yeah. with, with, like, oppositional language. I think you could make the argument, the libs, though. Like, win the war, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yikes. You could make the argument that, that and they, like, the, left, the, the left just has the U.S. military to do that. You could make the argument that, that this, because really, we live in a s- largely very centrist country in Globally. the sense that, yeah. in the sl- sense that, I mean, most people... Most people are too busy and distracted to get terribly worked up about right. a lot of this stuff. But I think that um, I just think I think it's I think it's it's uh, just so people said in the Taliban uh, before the Taliban came out to order in the seventies, though, right? Like so, Afghanistan and Iran were in the seventies were like you know liberal democracies, and then all of a sudden the Taliban and the mullahs were in charge out of nowhere, you know? Like well, yikes. not out of nowhere. Well, I mean, I mean but, it took a few, yeah. like you know what I mean, but like. That was all building up, or like you know, in fictionally, like Gilead suddenly in charge, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like where'd that come from? It's like because well, eighty percent yeah. of people were complacent. The whole you can time, also make the argument right? that it came from our intervention, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Russia's intervention, yeah. And like if 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 Russia we hadn't taken out the Shah, right? Yeah, right. Or for if sure. the Russians hadn't invaded Afghanistan, right? 
then we wouldn't have had Osama bin Laden. Right. Right? But, you know, the, the whole... But I mean, like, the... Or, like, like suddenly there's Hitler, and suddenly you're in World War Two. Like, A, it didn't come out of nowhere, but B, it also kind of did. It, like, snuck up on him, but in retrospect, you're like, oh, you see the steps. But the danger, all the the way danger there, in, you know? in a situation like that is where... Um, like regular Germans are like whatever I'm just a German it's like, yeah like, 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 like it's typically very you know it's like the danger is, is is like if they can just get there if you can get enough of those people in power then even if most of the population right, if true. you can get enough people where it's like hey I got to point the gun now right then even if most people don't agree you're kind of screwed right the danger is where it's like oh it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen and then then the Nazis are right politically in power even though there's still a viable democracy, yeah. so to speak. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like, the, the biggest danger, right, is just the inability to coexist, right? Yeah. Like, we're always going to have, you know, these, 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 you know, these divisions. And like, I think, yeah, like, social media has exposed that. You, you, it existed and it's amplifying and it's exposing the differences. Well, and and the thing is, it's like it's like it's, they're, they're, I don't care how worked up you like you know mm-hmm. how worked up you get on the left or the right. The reality <coughs> is, is you do actually effectively coexist with these people. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I don't care what you say mm-hmm. about how pure your ideology is or how pure you live your life. You're full of shit. <laughs> you, you coexist with Republicans and Democrats yeah, and gays and straight and white and black. Is, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you know, when I work at the Apple store and right. I know that there's conservative Republican Trump wanting people coming in and getting help from a gay black, right. you know, like they don't come in and go, oh, right. Oh, I'm leaving. They yeah, come in. That might be coming though, honestly. They, yeah, right. But you were 50 years ago. They were like that. With like oh like I don't want my like now it's like oh more par- more parents are way more concerned about like like they would be more concerned with their like daughter dating the opposite political party or marrying than like the race right it's like that flipped like somewhere in the nineties 